Just like, I got to fight your shadow too? Man, screw <laughs> you, guy. But the worst part about it is then after that second one shows up, Shaco shows up. And now, you now are sick. we're talking about <laughs> You are sick. You need help. <laughs> Welcome to Casuals of Runeterra, episode 109. I'm your host, Ryan, here with your other host, Hedge. Well, what's going on? I'm excited to dive into some more weird Teenage Mutant Turtle Hand characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, today's going to open up the door to something. It, it's funny, we always say something we want to talk We want to talk about all of it, okay? You get that. But we've mentioned Icathia. Uh, and obviously, our window into that world is Jax. Uh, spoiler, today we're talking about Jax. Um, this is his bio episode, Ronin Roulette. Uh, but at top, housekeeping. As always, you can listen to us everywhere. Email us at podcastcore, that's C-O-R, at gmail.com. Visit us at podcastcore.com for all of our info. Follow us on all the platforms because that helps with discoverability. And then, you know, leave a like. We appreciate and a comment. And the easiest way if you can do none of the other things, is just word of mouth to tell a friend to learn the proper way to wield nunchaku by listening <laughs> to the Casuals of Runeterra podcast, the ultimate useless weapon, um, unless you've seen the latest John Wick. Uh, anyways, I digress. <laughs> if anyone is John Wick, we yeah. found him. It's hey, Jack's hey, baby. Hey, careful, careful. We we are not going to badmouth John Wick. Right? <laughs> Right, like, like that, that's the most important lesson to learn from those movies is you just don't mess with that man. All right. Like, oh, and now we're at the point in the episode. Where I'm like, shit, I should just call this Jack's wick. Why didn't I do that? Oh, no, we're going to do that. It's called Jack's wick. It's no longer it, it's, roulette. We did it. It's Jack's wick. It's <laughs> John wick is definitely the weapons master. <laughs> so let's hop into it. As always, we start with a spell. This one we're starting with Blades of the Fallen, which is a reference to the story as we'll talk about. But this card, it's a one cost burst speed spell. You know, one's never too expensive for anything. Uh, it says, give an ally last breath. And then when that triggers, summon a Icathian Mirage with my equipment this round. So equipment, something we've talked about in the past as far as a newer card type in the game. Uh, once again, burst speed gives you some value on creatures, right? Your creature dies, you get another creature, um, gives you persistent. Uh, but the quote here is what matters the most. And it says, sometimes the best you can do for a fallen ally is take up their weapon and continue the fight. Uh, that's a really good quote. I, it, and like once we dive into the story, like that is so <laughs> appropriate <laughs> as far as for what happens to the Acathian warriors. Um, but I like the, this kind of card is like exactly a like kind of like a safety net for the biggest pitfall in decks that are very equipment or like in the magic days, we would call them like Voltron esque decks, where because yep. removal is the most damaging thing that can happen to a deck like this so being able to give your creature a safety net of like okay if you remove this i'm still gonna have a creature to equip all this crap to like that it's really nice to have um 
So it, it, it's a really good card for, in that essence. Uh, but what, what about the follower? Like, what, what, what kind of followers are we working with here? So the follower is a bit unique because you can't actually play this card, but it's the card that I said is generated, which is the <laughs> Icathian Mirage. So this is created by Blade of the Fallen uh, when it triggers. And this is just a two-cost 3-2 um, with some pretty cool art. Kind of has similar art style to the armor that the main armor that Jax wears related to Icathia. Uh, but the quote here is really good, and it gives a bit more mystery to the Jax story, which is already steeped in mystery. Uh, but we'll clear that up for you because that's our job. So that's right. <laughs> the quote here is, uh, perhaps they are a mirage. Perhaps she and hers hail from a remote hidden village. She says nothing of her origin, and Jax does not ask. But when she rises from the sands and stands beside him, they fight in perfect, soundless, impossible harmony. And God, like that that quote combined with the art, it just makes this so cool. Uh, yeah. Just like, I, like th this art is one of the ones where it's like you see the picture and it's just like, okay, this is what I want an animation of. I, I want to see the Sakuga of this right here. Yeah. Like, give that to me. But Could you imagine fighting Jax and then this fucking thing pops up? Like, forget about <laughs> forget about just like, oh, this fucking thing pops up. It's more of like, can you imagine having to fight Jax and you're just struggling for your life and then a second Jax is there? <laughs> like that, because that's really what it, it's like. Oh, in imperfect but soundless harmony, just like, just like I gotta fight your shadow too, man. Screw you, guy. But the worst part about it is then after that second one shows up, Shaco shows up, and now you now are sick. Talking about you are sick. You need help. <laughs> Oh, somebody! Okay, we need to start. We need to start a GoFundMe for Ryan's for Ryan's psychiatric American healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> so before we hop into the bio and Hatch takes it away, I want to mention that uh, there are a couple other cards that are labeled Weapon Master. That's a weapon type, or that's a card type that came with Jax's release, and those cards are different styles of these warriors. Not all mirages. Um, but they are kind of scattered throughout, and they relate back to Jax. They're the multi-region cards. Uh, we're not going to talk about them this episode, but we will get to them at some point because they have more quotes, which add more to Jax's story. Yes, but as far as the story is concerned, or what we're going to cover right now, the Weapon Masters are not part of that picture yet. So uh, let's jump into it. So Jax... We're going to start with his story by talking about who he was before he was Jax. And that is Cy Jax Kale Rinks Kethun. Um, <laughs> and for obvious reasons, I am never saying that name again. All right? <laughs> so, uh, but but Jax's story or the story of Cy Jax starts in uh, an Akathia that is somewhat freshly conquered by Sharima. All right, so Jax was not around for the time that Akathia gets absorbed into the Shariman Empire, but his father was around when that happened. And for that is a very important part of the story because Jax was raised with a very strong Akathian 
pride. So he was, you know, raised to be very proud to be a Kathian and to hate the the invaders, the Shariman invaders, because his father was part of the picture or not part of the picture, but he was there and witnessed when the Sharimans came and conquered everything. And part of the conquering of Akathia was the was killing off the leader of Akathia, which is the Mage King. So the Sharimans killed the Mage King. And then the honor guard of the Mage King is a group known as the Kohari. The Kohari committed a ritual suicide after losing their king, because that is what those that is what the Kohari did is like, you know, you fight for the survival of your king. And if the king is gone, your job is done. You go to. So they have a ritual suicide. And then the Sharimans like impale the decapitated mage king's head on a pike and leave it above the city gates of Akathia. So for obvious reasons, seeing this as a young boy, Jax's father is like, hey, the Sharimans suck, all right? <laughs> yeah, the best way to explain this in terms as if you're American <laughs> and you know the story of what happened to the Native Americans, Jax Oof. would be the generation after that initial, that that big um, genocide, for lack of better terms, yeah. happens. Um, yeah. So uh, the influence and- is the strongest at that point before any of the history can get washed away and rewritten and so if like you want a better idea of what Jax's attitude is it's kind of like looking at uh looking at caribbean twitter when queen elizabeth died all right like that <laughs> exactly those are those are the people that raised Jax. Right? yes exactly and, yep and now as far as like in spite of this upbringing Jax does go and learn as much as he can from the Sharimans, specifically in the way of martial arts. Mm-hmm. So he does train to become a Shariman soldier. Uh, it's not really specified if he has a choice in this, but the bottom line is that he's trained to become a very strong warrior. All right. And so he does serve in the Shariman armies as far as in the area of Akathia, but since they are already absorbed by the Shariman uh, by the Shreeman government is not really like a lot of fighting. Now that gets tossed out the window when an earthquake happens in Akathia, opening up a pit and that pit reveals a source of quote unquote power that has never been seen before. And for longtime listeners as specifically listeners who have been a part of our zillion episode, you know what's about to happen here because of the source of this power, the mages that went to discover it, they call it the void. All right. So we cover a lot of this in our zillion episode. I'm not going to dive into details here. So if you want to pause this, listen to our zillion episode, go ahead and do that. I'll wait for you. Okay. I've waited for you now (laughs) for Jax's experience here is that Jax, since he was a Shuriman warrior, he is part of the guard that is sent along with the mages that go to study the void. And with the mages studying the void, he notices that the mages use a conjured fire that they put into lanterns to keep these monsters at bay. So it gives the appearance that they, that they can control it. Um, 
we if you went back to listen to zillion episode you already know that this doesn't really work out well so we're going to talk about that experience just really quick through Jax's eyes because what happens is when the Akathians decide to name a new mage king and that they're going to full-on revolt against the Shuremans, Jax is one of the first to sign up to be the new Kohari. So he does fight against the Shuremans and they do have a couple victories here and there. But then the mages decide to unleash the void upon the Shuriman armies. It all goes to crap. The Akathia gets locked in time. And otherwise, if you're not in that time bubble that Zillion's created, you're boned. Uh, and the only person who's really not boned here is Jax, because Jax is a weapons master. All right. He has trained very long and very hard and he has is able to just fight for his survival. But uh, everything that he's known as loved is now in a crater that has been consumed by the void. And he finds himself on the edge of this crater, ready to take part of the ritual suicide of the Kahari because everything he knows that's a Kathian is dead. And it's when he is ready to take his own life that he sees a lantern. And it still has that conjured flame that he saw the mages keep the monsters of the void at bay with. And he decides to take up this flame and use it as the last light of Akathia. And so for the remaining days that he has on this realm, he is going to fight the void. And that's kind of where his story ends here, to be honest. Uh, it does, as far as if you're reading along with me, you'll notice there is more to be read. But all that happens here is that he travels the world hunting down monsters of the void. And he carries this lantern along with him because he knows that the fire can help him fight these monsters. But the further away he gets from Akathia, the dimmer the light becomes. So yeah. he knows that he has to return home at some point. And, and that's it. That's his story. It, it, it kind of was like nice and uh, nice and tight it's put in a yeah. little bow, but it is important that we have, even though it's short, it's important that we have it because this is a retcon story. Because uh, back a long OG fans of League of Legends will remember that it's like, oh, Jax is a pacifist and he won't yeah. fight with weapons. <laughs> That's not the case anymore. All right. Like he's now a weapons master and he just chooses to fight with this lantern because he has one target in mind. And that target is the void because he will fight for Akathia for as long as he draws breath. And luckily for him, the lantern, while he's walking around with it, it does increase his life in an unnatural way. So the point of the story where League of Legends is taking place and all these champions are together, Jax is like centuries year, like he is centuries old at this point. And uh, it hits kind of a thing where he is this old wizened weapons master and he's kind of traveling around now, not hunting the void, but hunting for warriors that are strong enough to take on the void. Yeah. And that's where his story leaves off. Yeah. And it's so this is a shorter one, but we're going to make it up to you um, with the following story and then also going and talking at length in a probably a multi-part series about Icathia. And it's history. 
Um, yes, because, because we're very excited to talk. Yeah, about you kind of need that. It's it's you know even to the point where when you think about Viego and Callista and all of that, that takes place in the desert as well, right? A lot of that, a lot of how these um, these groups are viewed are through this constant generation after generation of imperialism that happens, um, that ultimately leads to ruination upon ruination upon ruination, um, whether it be Sun Disk or Black Mist. Uh, I'm not a rapper, but it's one of those things where, <laughs> where it's like baked into the soil, right? It's <laughs> you can't be in in Sharima without there being some kind of desert conflict. It's unfortunate, but it allows you to understand why these main characters, main champion, champions, are are become the people that they are, right? Yes. And Jax and- is very unique because his his influence is so raw to the core history of uh, Icathia and Sharima, but he has kind of that wandering type life now where he's nomadic, right? Uh, but with the caveat of he's tethered by this flame. Yeah. So it's and, cool. And, and it is, these are the stories that we have to build as the foundation uh, to talk more about Icathia, mm-hmm. and it's important to talk about it because if again, like we discussed in the Zillion episode, the void is the biggest threat. Yeah, like it doesn't matter where you are in Runeterra, it doesn't matter who you serve, and it doesn't matter what your goals are. The void is your threat because yeah. the void is threatening to eliminate Runeterra from existence. Like not yeah, it, not just nuclear. like it, it's literally yeah. a nuke. <laughs> yeah. That's why so, when when you explain when they tried to use the power of the void, it kind of backfires, right? Because it's more power than they should be allowed to wield. Essentially, yeah. and and I love stories with the void because uh, I've mentioned before I'm a big fan of the 40k universe, and mm. these are the Tyranids. Like they're just yep. here to consume. They're just here yeah. to consume, and if you exist, they're gonna eat you. But as even though the story's shorter. It's not the end of the episode for you guys yet because we haven't talked about the card. That's right. Uh, we do that. I forgot. And <laughs> and Jax has a really cool card. Yeah. Uh, so we've got him down as a two mana, three, two. And it's a champion without quick attack. We did it, boys. What? All right. And so and it's Jax. <laughs> and it's Jax. But don't worry. Don't worry. They ruined that in a moment. All right. So he has, uh, he, he is a rune Terran character. So he does have an origin. Uh, so he's not limited to only one region. Uh, and the origin is lets you play weapon masters from any region. And he auto equips a weapon, the light of Akathia. The light of Akathia is a one mana zero zero equipment. With quick attack. <laughs> so it's like, oh, it, we, and it's like, oh, Riot. Oh, Riot. You you know us too well. And it's like, it's okay. It's okay, everyone. The, the, equip, the equipment gives him quick attack. It's not a champion with quick attack. Oh, At this um, point, it's a meme. It has to be a meme in the office. It's, it has to be, yeah. So uh, the it's a zero zero weapon with quick attack. And if Jax is leveled up, this equipment also has overwhelm. All right. Now... His level up condition is that equipped allies have struck for 12 plus damage. So as long as you're playing with an equipment heavy deck, this can really get up there for a lot of damage or, well, you can level him up pretty quick. Uh, At the moment, he's not going to be doing a lot of damage himself, but when he levels up, he does become a four, three 
and give me plus one plus one for each equipped ally this round so he can get to a ridiculous amount of damage if you have a deck built around it uh and so he he's kind when the equipment stuff popped off he was a little bit of the boogeyman uh, in the beginning and just kind of outshined by characters like Vayne because rally and multiple attacks are op but the for our purposes we got to look at like the flavor text over here because it kind of echoes his story a little bit just in the cards if you don't want to go and read the whole story uh so on the front side we've got centuries ago Jax lost his homeland to the void now he travels the world searching for warriors with the strength of will and the sheer gall to one day stand against the terrible foe and right there just everything i've said in the last 15 minutes put into one little paragraph right there uh and it's all in the front face of the card and when he flips over we get a direct quote from Jax. icathia has been quiet for a long time but while i'm still standing her people's roar will echo forever and and that really just sums up Jax's story kind of perfectly you know he he watched everything he knew get eaten up and destroyed, but he's not giving up yet. He refuses to go out like the Kahari by ritual suicide. He's <laughs> going to be screaming into the abyss until his breath is gone. And he really is just now nomadic in the traveling around going, hey, does that sound like a good idea to you? Like, you, you want to go scream into the void with me? <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like he's gonna go trip on acid. <laughs> but that's really like the that that's gonna be the the M Night Shyamalan twist of the Icathia story is that it's just zilly and high on shrooms. <laughs> so, you know, one little bonus here because you mentioned the the uh, weapon he gets and that has a little quote on it too, right? And this is why I yes. have the ninjaku, the ninjaku uh, <laughs> quote because it simply says it's a stick with a heavy bit at the end. Weapon enough for me. That's from Jax. <laughs> As a true weapon master, if it can be used to hit something, it's a weapon. Uh, good old Jax, the Baba Yaga of <laughs> <laughs> And with that, um, as always, like we said, we'll be following this up with, uh, usually we give like one story we're gonna do, almost three episodes, they're gonna expand on stuff for Jax. Uh, because we want to talk about this stuff before we bounce on to other things that we also want to talk about. Yeah, because uh, with the the threat of the void, it's very big. It's a very big thing, so we can't really ignore it. But we're not going to keep you trapped there forever, all right? We will get to the other stuff, but strap in. Be excited with us. Yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon with the next episode. Uh, take care, everybody.